Enyong, and welcome to Hallyu Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 11. Love is the moment! Enjoy! Uh, welcome to Hallyu Juku. We are here, once again, to cover East Asian pop culture. I am Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is none other than Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How you doing, Cass? I didn't cut myself. <laughs> that's always a plus. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I got that going for me. But no, I am, I am good. This is the last episode for right now in which we will talk about uh, Ares for, yes. for some time. Yes. We're gonna move on with our lives as, as <laughs> so should everyone in airs. Yes. Fucking stop worrying about the 12 people in a four mile radius. Like, are, are, okay. No? No. Yeah. There's like, a, there's a, the, you know, there's the, you could think about the reunification of the two Koreas, you know, that could be a concern of your life, you know, you could concern yourself with the, the politics of your country, you know, some of the things. But no, it's just that little block of your neighborhood you're going to concern yourself in. Anyways, we will get to that. But first, yes. we're going to check, do uh, what we always do. Uh, we're going to check in on what we've been listening to. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? I got nostalgic because I just wanted to hear something good in my life. <laughs> so I went back I went back to two two ladies who, if you're into Asian pop culture, they've been in your life. God Bless damn it. You. Um, they've been in your life for a really, really long time and you haven't even noticed it. Um, that being, uh, Yuti Dada and Boa. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them have just had songs that no matter what, no matter where you are, you've heard. Um, I'm pretty sure you've heard a Boa song at least once in your life. Uh-huh. Um, if you've ever, if you've ever even looked at anime, you've heard a Yuti Dada song. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, that's just how life goes. Um, yeah. And, and that being, I picked two really popular songs from, from Yuchi Dada, not, not necessarily my favorites, which one of, one of them people will be like, how is that not your favorite Yuchi Dada song ever? You're a fucking, you're, you're, you're Satan. Um, that being Sanctuary, which uh-huh. everyone will know if they've ever seen a Kingdom Hearts commercial. Yeah. Ever. If you yeah. even, if you've even heard of Kingdom Hearts, it's because you heard the song Sanctuary. Um, yeah. it's, it's just one of those songs. It's amazing. Uh, it, it kind of shows the range, I guess, in which UT Dada has because she is just like awesome. Um, yeah. and she just kind of, I don't know, like, I don't really, I don't know how to explain Yuti Dada. She's just <laughs> amazing and awesome and, like, has just been making music forever. And her music, no matter what, is always popular. And yeah. you just, you can't get around it. Um, the other yeah. song that I picked from her is the most, has the most confusing title ever, which is Mary Chris or Mr. Lawrence, FYI. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm, <laughs> That's really all you can say about that song. It's an amazing song. If you've never heard it, definitely go check it out. It will be in the mm-hmm. links for the show. Yeah. And- uh, I've definitely heard Sanctuary. It brought me back. I was like, I saw the, the picture of the Kingdom Hearts. I was like, huh. 
And I heard it like, oh yeah, I know the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, like I said, U2 Dot is just one of these people. Every time she's made music, it's just kind of always been popular. Yeah. Uh, there have been some some mix mix cues in some of her musical career, but like, who hasn't had that happen to them? Um, and you know, not like with with scandal or anything. Just like some things that have been put out haven't always been well received. But generally across the board, everyone loves her music. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's Boa. Uh, speaking of, yes. of air, speaking of heirs, uh, <laughs> she is apparently for all intents and purposes the heir apparent to the uh, SM uh, uh, Empire. Uh, she's kind of the second in command over there at SM Entertainment, and for good reason. She's been, you know, she's been in the game. Yeah, and I mean, Boa is another one of those people. Like, and Boa, when she came out, just initially always had that mindset to be bigger than than Korea, and I, I I don't mean that in a bad way, but like to to want to branch out. So many of her songs have been released in English, in Japanese, and in Korean. Like, uh-huh. you know, whereas... That's the game whereas, Right. Like, there are more songs that I know that are popular from BOA that are just straight up in English, and I know the English version better than I know the Korean version. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is just kind of blows my mind a little bit. Um, yeah. And I kind of put some old songs from her in there that just make me feel really good. Uh, uh, Eat You Up being one of them that is just like, oh my god, Eat You Up is just such a fucking amazing song. What's an amazing video, too. Yeah, it's an amazing her. video. Like, the dancing in that, that video is just, yeah. like... That is, it's that SM influence dancing. You can see, watching that video, like, oh, right, I see the influence that you carry over to the other artists, like, what you see in EXO now, uh, yeah. strangely enough, a, a boy group, but you see in EXO now in their style, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that SM signature style. It's like, I, you see it right there in this video. Right. Wanting to show a full performance, even even in a music video, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be dancing, there's going to be like performance and 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 all this kind of art and stuff like that. And like, that's the stuff SM is kind of known for and carries SM. And Bo yeah. has just always been one of those people who have done, just kind of naturally been that way. And it's just her being, like you said, that heir apparent has now carried over. Yeah. Um, and it just is what it is. And uh, the other two songs I picked from Boer were Love Letter and I Did It For Love, which is another song. Just has a really cool, like, 90s hip-hop flair to it. Um, and it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Those are some fun songs. I do not, I'm not, I was, like, confused. Like, who is the gentleman that is guesting on I Did It For Love? Do you know who he is? Because I was I utterly confused. Remember. Um, I was I like, not remember that for the life and they yeah. didn't, it's like they didn't bother to put it into like the title. It's like you're supposed to put, <laughs> right. you know, I did it for love featuring so and so. It's like you got to give us that. Uh, yeah, but, I could I could look it up really quickly. I bet. But yeah, it's a cool song. Yeah, and, and Eat You Up is just a fun video. It was some was some interesting CGI in there where they had to yeah. CGI in the crumbled floor. Where it's very obvious that it's not actually crumbled because they, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't, they can't, they, they, they have to reuse that box set. It's SM, so they have to reuse that box set as much as possible, so they can't destroy it. But, <laughs> uh, so, you know, they threw in the CGI, but it's still a fun video. Uh, but yeah, uh, as far as what I've been listening to, uh, I think going back in the line of like 
uh, being the, the, <laughs> the hipster of us two, uh, so I, this one's a throwback. So we mentioned Casper before, uh, and we you talked about a song of hers that that I've been listening to. Uh, she recently started. Uh, she recently put up a song that is kind of a reworking of uh, Cher Lloyd's "I Wish," which I hadn't heard of before. I had heard this song. Apparently, it's a popular song. Apparently, she was on American Idol or something. I don't know who the fuck she is, but uh. This the song, and I noticed that it finally it had like a name associated with it, like a, a group name, because I know she had been saying that she was getting ready to de- debut with her group. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it was like on Solistic or you know on, on her Twitter on her social networks, uh, but she's like been very hush hush about it. But now we finally get uh, the the group that that she's apparently debuting under. Uh, we had this song, and then it linked me to their YouTube page. Which is, has, uh, Play the Siren. It's the group. So it's Play the Siren. It's, uh, three male rappers and I think a vocalist and her. Uh, the song that they, like, put the video for was mostly just the three, uh, male vocalists, but. Yeah, yeah. It's like their debut song and I, I kind of just, I, I dug it. It was really cool, like, interesting and fun, like, uh, cool little, like, the beginnings of a really cool little underground hip hop group, and I don't know. Did did you dig it? <laughs> I checked out. I checked out a few minutes of it, and from what I kind of gleaned and listened to, and and, and fast forwarded through a bit, like I I liked what I heard. Also, Sean Garrett, music <laughs> producer and and performer, is the person who is featured on "I Did It for Love." Ah, there yes. you go, Sean Garrett. Um, uh. But yeah, no, 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 no. Like, like I listened to the song from Casper, and then, and then I kind of immediately followed the next link, even though you had it in the doc. And then when I came back to the doc, I went to the next link, and I was like, "Wait, what? Huh?" I was like, "Oh, oh, I did that automatically on my own." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I. I thought it was. It, it did remind me very much of like kind of underground, kind of old school Wu-Tang f- flavor like with yeah. the way it was just shot like very up close and like yeah. just really yeah. cool in your face uh and from the little moments that I saw Casper like in the background or on camera it, uh even in this video uh she still doesn't know what to do with her hands <laughs> she's just not aware I, lo- I love you, Serene. Uh, she, she's 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 funny, and she like if you see her in a stylistic video, she's really funny and cool and down to earth. But like when she raps, she just doesn't quite know what to do with herself. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, she kind of figures it out. I think it, it, well, it, once she gets in the mood it, where she can finally be herself, I think she'll figure it out. But if we can give an example of anyone and 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 anyone and like oh, oh where could my mind go? Oh, top. Is another person who did not know what to do with himself when they first when Big Bang first came out. Like that dude did not know what he would do the same thing every time, which was the like the hand out in front of him and the mic like up at his face. Like yeah, yeah, we rocking the party, and then the the obligatory kick was his move. Like that's all yeah. he had. Like that's what he would do when he would rap. So so I'm. Casper's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be fine. She's she does a good job. Good job, Serene. Right. Go, Casper. So, and go play. Yeah, I, I ain't worried. I ain't worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if, uh, if, if Top, if Bingo Top could figure out what to do with himself, 
I'm sure she'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, well, just she kind of figures out who she is and, and kind of gets more comfortable. Good job. Right. All right. Uh, another group I, I, I was checking out because it, it, all right, so it's a group by the name of Love X Stereo that I really dig. Like, uh, I yeah. made, I was made privy to them by, uh, by Eat Your Kimchi back when they were still doing, uh, though I think they're technically, it's still an active, uh, show. They just haven't put one in a while, but they were still doing <laughs> their, uh, uh, indie, uh, indie, mu- indie music Sundays, uh, the Korean indie playlist. Uh, yeah. and the other way they do indie music and it's really cool. Uh, they did this group and this song, uh, uh, one of the songs was, uh, Soul City or Seoul City. Uh, it was kind of a play on words. Uh, was just a song that I, that I dug and I enjoyed and, uh, has been like, you know, it's on my iPhone. It's on, like, I'll demo sound bars with it at work, uh, at the retail establishment that I work at. Uh, yeah. And, like, it's a really cool song and, like they're just a really cool group that has like really cool ideas and like are a rock group. Uh they even have a really cool song where they talk about uh <laughs> about uh a, a, either a friend or the lead singer uh wanting to uh bang white dudes. <laughs> like it was just a, just a really cool song and they actually have an explicit version and a, and a censored version where they have to censor the word sex. So it's like uh <laughs> Korean censorship. Like, uh. uh but the the main thing it was uh, that caught my attention was they put on a new song which is really cool uh flyover it was like a really fun video uh and it's just like all these little it was like a it's just like this little cool like short film experiment where it's like uh just just random imagery but really tied well together and like with like uh you know ball pit balls and people in giant pillows uh jumping in midair and flying and uh, uh, bowling pins with uh, the lead singer's mouth on it, and <laughs> was uh, singing the song, and it's, uh, it's just like a really cool video and a really cool song, and it's, I'm really excited for. I, I I really love Love Exterio, and I I I wish, though I'm kind of up in the air whether I'm going to go to uh, South by Southwest. Uh, I wish that I could just go to that show without having to like. I don't know. I, I imagine it's going to, because, uh, Love Exterio is going to be in South by Southwest with like a bunch of other like indie groups like Glenn Check. And of course, uh, f- if, for those that aren't aware, Hyuna and, uh, Jay Park are going to be there as well, but a bunch yeah. of like Korean groups are going to be there. So like, I want to go see those shows, but it, like, it's like, I don't want to pay $500 for a music badge. Like, <laughs> no, I right. want to see Hyuna and I want to see Jay Park and I want to see Love Exterio and want to see Glenn Check. But I don't want to pay five hundred dollars. Uh, I love right. those people, but I ain't paying five hundred dollars to see Jay Park. No. Nah. Uh, but right. uh, yeah, it's just a really cool song. Did you get a chance to check out the the songs? Uh, um, I checked out Soul City. Um, I didn't get a chance to check out the other two. Um, but Soul City sounded really good, and it was just kind of one of those like low budget. Oh God, old school videos that like. <laughs> It's just kind of classic in its sense because it's a really good song and a really simple video, but like, yeah, just gets the point across. So like, this is definitely something I'll, I'll probably check more on. Yeah, it's a good driving song. It, like, it, you feel like you could drive around uh, a city, or like you could like just if you were ever in in Seoul uh, and just which I around. have been. Yeah, if you're just driving around. 
Yeah. You can just jam to it, just kind of chill out watching the scenery go by. And it's really cool. And that's the, the premise of the video. But yeah, I love, love exterior. I love them. It's just so much fun. Uh, another thing I, I was checking out, uh, I got reminded of Crayon Pop for the, the, the first headline coming up. Uh, I'll let, uh, when we get to the headlines, I'll talk about that. But for that, I went back and uh, restarted re-listening to Crayon Pop, and not just the the song everyone knows, Pop Pop Pop, but uh, a couple of their other songs. Well, one song in particular, Dancing Queen, which I, I've kind of been jamming to. Uh, yeah, it, it's just for, a really for a second. When you say the title, did you not instantly think it was just a cover of Dancing Queen? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I see the cover. It's like, huh? Did they cover Abba? What like? And K-pop then you get into album. the video and you're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it starts off in like this, in the middle of the night in this school with all of them in their school uniforms in the bathroom, like staring at the camera, like turning to the right. camera, staring at the camera. It's like, and it's to just, like kind of be creepy, but in, in a very adorable way, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. without being too serious about it. And it's really fun. And the song is really fun. And, uh, and it's just like the dance is really cool. And it really has that. The cool thing about crayon pop isn't just that they have this one silly song that, that, you know, that is catchy. It's just that their whole style is gener- centered around, uh, just being fun, catchy, not, uh, having good dances, but that aren't necessarily, uh, set to be, uh, created to be, uh, specifically cool and, uh, can be a little yeah. quirky. They do popping in the middle. They're like dance routines and like they do like uh, some disco moves and like they have just a uh, cool dance like, They did like a, there's a random ass kick in there. <laughs> yeah. Like the chorus is just like, uh, sidekick and then dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's just, Oh, super fun and like the it's that crayon pop style that i really dig and partially why i've been uh uh another reason why i was digging on crayon pop was that i actually uh, sat down and watched uh crayon pop tv <laughs> yeah and uh, that's just so much fun because they're the biggest dorks and they're uh, hilarious and they're, they're they're adorable and uh and it's really cool uh it's all subbed on crayon pop slave subs uh, and you get to like, uh, experience how basically from just before Baba Ba came out to like Mama, you got to see like the whole journey of like how much they, all the different parts and aspects of how the success of that one like viral hit, uh, rocketed them into like the global spotlight and it was really cool to look at and one of the best parts was like they said the the leader gummy uh was talking about like the cuz they started back like when they debuted uh the previous year with like uh they started as not quite they didn't quite have their vision yet like i included the song saturday night which is a really cool song it's really fun but isn't quite that crayon pop thing yet it's just yeah. like their early nascent form and they were uh, learning who they were. And like back in the days that what they did was they would, uh, do gorilla performances. Like they would just be out in the street and just like drop a boom box and just do a performance. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, the, at the end of like the, the season of Cranpop TV, like just recently after Mama, 
the person who was interviewing Gummy and she was like saying, it was like, do you, how long do you guys keep plan on keeping doing gorilla performances? And like Gummy was like, we're going to do it till the, as long as crayon pop exists. <laughs> Cause like, <laughs> like that's such our roots, like how we started and like it made us who we are. Like that's such a integral part of who we are that we're just going to keep doing. Like, especially like they were going to do gorilla performances in China and they were expecting to like, try to gather people and try to get them interested. But every time they show up, there were already like a huge group of people there waiting for them. <laughs> it's like, we were going to gather people. It's like we're all here. We're waiting. <laughs> like, uh, but they were still like, you know, what? this, this still a gorilla performance. It's still part of who we are. And we're going to, they're here for us and we're going to perform for them. And it's like, I like their mentality and I just really liked how they were and how they approached things and how they, they still want to be, uh, connected to that and they could, it could all be a lie i mean it could all be manipulation but i'd like to believe that it really is that they feel connected to that their roots and how they you know came up uh but yeah crayon pop is just so much fun uh speaking and- of uh speaking of uh the reality the reality show which which is something we have not talked about we we've made gleams of it or yeah. whatever with two any one and Big Bang and Crayon Pop and, and other groups, uh-huh. but it seems to really, really, really have been taking off in the past three or four years. Is that uh-huh. like Korean groups have cameras follow them around and and do this whole thing? And that being one of the pre- people that you know has recently made an actual comeback, which I meant yeah. to yell about last week. <laughs> like this is an actual this is a comeback this is a real life like no he wasn't gone for a month working on music no he was fucking gone in the army it came back worked on music probably did some shit while he was in the army but now is like back to performing and back to making videos and back to being entertaining rain who's actually on a comeback yeah <gasps> what yeah, and he's got he's got rain effect, and it's really yeah. cool to see. Yeah, and there's just some fun. Like, definitely go check it out. It's it's up on YouTube. It's not hard to uh, come across <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you if you know what you're looking for. But no, it just made me feel really cool. Just to kind of watch right. And one of the funniest parts was him going to go perform, and like, well, when he first got to his house, and all the cameras are there, and he's like. Huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, like okay. oh, there's a camera. There's a camera over there. And then he had that moment where he was like, "I want to change clothes in this room." <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's uh, like, and he props uh, up the door. Is like hiding yeah. behind the door. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, oh yeah, and, and the, the, the reality show, it's fascinating because like every, it, it's almost automatic. And even if you're not, if your show isn't like on a network, cause Crayon Pop TV was all on their YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. and it was all there. And like, uh, Ladies Code has a reality of Ladies Code, which again, it's all on their YouTube channel. Uh, it, it's like, it's almost seems like that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, we have Winter TV from, uh, you know, YG's upcoming group. Uh, right. like, like it, it almost seems like now that's the, the go-to thing in the past couple of years to do the reality show. And it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, speaking uh, especially, of, especially watching rain, it was just interesting because, you know, he, he's this guy who's one coming back 
and having to kind of deal with, with the things that are different. But at the same time, you know, he's still popular. He's still rain. So he just got right back on it and it's just as busy as he always was. But it, he, you can tell that slight difference, you know, cause yeah. it's just like certain things are, he, he just is like, Oh, okay. All right. Like I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. And he's like so packed and so full. Like his schedule is just constant now that he just, he's like, I, I don't know what to do already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's already it's like, getting crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, 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 the cycle. He's back on, he's back on the, on the cycle. Right. He's back on the conveyor belt that is K-pop. And it's like, right. whoa, like, he, he I thought the, the army was he, crazy. He came back, he did the mama performance. He came back, he like set up all the shit for the album, did the photo shoots, did that stuff, you know, f- finalized all, was finalizing all the vocals and doing that, you know, filming music videos, flew to America to film, to be in a movie and had to like do that and was doing action scenes. So, you know, had to yeah. like, you know, okay, what do I have to do here? Like, oh, you know, I got to train, got to do this, got to, you know, do all that stuff. Had to fly back, shoot another music video, you know, cause yeah. To shoot the music video for La La, which they did in the middle of fucking winter, so Rain <laughs> was cold as shit, as long with everybody else. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, I can't dance, I'm stiff as fuck. <laughs> um, you know, and just all that stuff that he's like, you know, it's just a mile a minute that he's just going through and like trying to get all this stuff done. And I, I feel for the dude, you know, like yeah. that shit has to be tough. Uh, he's on but, the hustle. You, you gotta respect the hustle. Yeah, you do. At that yeah. point, you have to. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, you know, more reality TV shows. Rain is just awesome. I'm still jamming that song. Anyways, we're going to move on <laughs> to our headlines. Uh, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, talking about Crayon Pop, Chroma Entertainment, uh, came out with their boy group that they've been teasing, uh, K Much. Uh, I think that all uh, the Korean name is like the word as like Kemuchi. Uh, Kimuchi, which is like snakehead, but they decided, yeah. alright, that, that's weird in English. <laughs> like, uh, let's just call him K-Much. And then, uh, they came out with their debut, uh, which, an interesting <laughs> video. It's, uh, uh, I'm good, it's good to go, the song. Yeah. It, uh-huh. it, it's a, it, it starts out interesting. Uh, it does. Yeah, it starts out, there's one comment that says, uh, the beginning, I love the comment of this Asian Junkie article. I love the Asian Junkie commenters. Shout out to Asian Junkie commenters, cause y'all are hilarious and ridiculous and awesome. Uh, this one comment, it says, the beginning of the video looks like a bunch of special needs children skipped class, but made sure to bring their protective helmets. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, the beginning of the video, and it's, I, I think it's fun in, in a quirky way. It's like, they come yeah, out, they, yeah. they come out there, you know, at the shore of the Han River. They, they, they got their backpacks, they're in their school uniforms. They pull out their, like, these golden helmets, and they start, like, silently doing all the choreography to, uh, the crayon pops, blah, blah, blah. They're doing the piston dance, they're doing the, the, I don't want to stick at home thing, and then they come in for the, the defense, the, at the end of the song, like, yeah! And it's like, what's, and then you don't know what they're doing for, it's like, ah, it didn't work or something, and then, and then, a giant snake comes out of the Han River, <laughs> and zaps him with lightning. And then they're suddenly in a room, and they're all dressed like the shield of of, of the WWE. 
Uh, but then they get zapped with lightning again and brought back to life. By yeah, Ellen of Crayon Pop shows up and uh looking lovely as hell. Uh I like I like me some Ellen. Uh she zaps them back to life and then they start doing their dance routine. <laughs> yeah. It's like dance for me, puppets. <laughs> it's like uh I, I understand Korean music videos usually have some kind of weird, strange concept that like takes you a little bit of a minute to gather. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. Like, I, I get it. But this motherfucking video <laughs> took the cake, okay? Like, <laughs> I had no fucking clue what was going on. The song's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy and, and it's, it's fun uh, in a way, but it's not, not great. It's, it's okay. No. But, but two of their other songs are on this Asian junk, uh, the, the Asian junkie, uh, uh, writer uh, for this article put two of their other songs in there. Much better songs. Uh, a lot more old school K-pop appeal to them, which also their, their, the jacket art for their album, if that's what the art is going to be, which is like kind of that, that photo of them with their name, like dead center. Yeah. Has a very old school look to it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, more of the latter, less of the the music video type stuff from them. Yeah, uh, just just or get a uh, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Get a better director. Uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, I, in the article they point out a couple of good points that uh, it, it's very easy to go like, why are they doing this one song that's like just a remix of Baba Bond with this like the new vocals and it's like okay, but these songs are better. But he pointed out it's like. Okay, you kind of, you, the, the point was like, alright, they created conversation. People are talking about them and how they're like, they, they've already been talking about how their crayon pops like a, a male group, like, you know, like how it, it was Super Junior and Girls Generation where they're like, they're like the Girls Generation yeah. to, uh, crayon pop Super Junior, you know, like they're the one that came after. Uh, and are in the same label and intrinsically connected. So they, they did this to be, alright, yeah, we're that, here's this fun song, this blah, blah, blah influence. So people either love it or they hate it, but they're all talking about it. So I think I on guess. that point, I understand that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that going forward, this creates interest in their other stuff and then builds up that other stuff that is more of that really cool sound. Like the, those other two songs are really good. And if we, if the album is nothing but that, those two songs, with like that one song that's meant to hook everyone in and get people to check them out, then I I'm think fine. they're gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. much at this point, anything that isn't, um, Bangtown Boys is pretty good <laughs> in my book. Yeah. So. It's like. There's that, that, that's the Mendoza line. I, I know, I know we had an episode of Fanny Pack Wrestling where we had the, where we determined the Mendoza line of, of indie wrestling. Uh, uh-huh. I think, uh, B- Bangtan Boys may be the Mendoza line of K-pop. Uh, uh, I think there are worse bands, technically speaking. There are just absolute crap bands, but they're like, they're the utter mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. And awkwardness. And gotten, uh, and this other group, Beat Win. I, I know they're gonna become popular too, but that one video, uh, 
At least, th- at least this group isn't beat when and utterly z- uninteresting and bland. Cause that fucking beat win was like, I didn't even want to include them, but I ended up talking about them anyways. Cause it's just like, yeah. I even Skyped you. It's like, is this group as mad to you? It's like, it's just like, eh. Anyways, anyways, less mediocrity, more fun, good stuff. Uh, speaking of another really cool group that is debuting, something outside of the idol sphere, <laughs> uh, just a cool little, uh, R&B duo that it also debuted, uh, they duo. are, uh, Mama Moo, I think a girl group, there's... I don't know if they're a duo, but they're like, no, there, there's four girls. All four members. Group. Okay, there's four members, uh, Mama Moo, yeah. uh, they they were you know debuted with a song called "Don't Be Happy" featuring Bumkey because apparently not uh, from what I can tell Bumkey's in a whole lot of songs I've seen like three other videos uh, Bumkey's everywhere but uh, this video it's like this really cool like R and B soul uh, jazz thing that is nice and cool and fresh and isn't like everything else and I kind of like that did did you dig that Oh no like the like, see, this is what a, a debut should be. Like, from from beginning to end, this this video is amazing. And at the end, it just gives you that little bit of, like, hey, look, this is what the group is. You know, you have, like, kind of these two cute, sexy girls, and you have the two who like to dance. And, like, that's kind of what it gives you at the end, you know? Yeah. But then the song itself is just, like, off of one listen so far. Like, I've only listened to it once. So good. And the video is just so well put together. Um, and, and like, just, it it doesn't do too much. Yeah. You know? And it kind of just makes them look cute and, and adult, you know? So you know, this isn't gonna just be your cutesy girly girl group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at some point, they will have some cutesy girl, girl something because they're yeah. going to have to because they're a Korean girl group. Yeah. Uh, but like, like everything they did in this video, even the part, like, there's this weird part where they're talking on the phones and they're like kind of doing a dance, like wrapping their arms around the phone cords, and it's yeah. like it, it's all so stylized and it's really good. Yeah. And it's just so really well done. And it's just like that cool, like that soul and jazz. And it, it's, it's different and it stands out. Like again, unlike Beatwin, uh, it stands out and is unique and in, in, in the landscape. Like, uh, and I like it. And the video is really cool. It's all black and white and vintagey. And it's like, and it's simple. It's just like, uh, some of it is just like photo shoot stuff. Like it's like they're taking, doing a photo shoot and, then like, yeah. they do start with like the, they are talking on the phone and they have that cool dance routine there. Uh, you know, and the song is really cool. Like it's just like, uh, it's just a really cool song about not wanting their ex boyfriend to be happy. Like it's just like yeah. a sentiment that isn't really per- into song that many times that like that exists. Like I don't know it cause I've never been in a relationship, but, uh, that feeling of like, you know what? I don't want you to be happy. <laughs> I'm not happy, so therefore you can't be happy. That's the rule. Yeah, That's no. the way it has to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know that feeling. 
Like um, you're not with me. I, you can't be happy. It just does, I can't. I can't deal with that. <laughs> it's like, like I know that that exists. I, I look forward to that feeling sometime in the future, maybe. But uh, but no, I I I'm I'm I want to look for more coming from this group. Like I'm I'm already liking what I'm saying. Yeah, this is really cool stuff. And, you know, Bumpy, it was like, it gives that little extra bit of it. And, like I said, he's been like, he's like, uh, I know he's in this one song with swings, and he's like in this other songs, and he's doing stuff with other things, so it's like, he's like trying to take over as this little corner of like hip-hop on R&B world of Korea, so it's like, good job, Bumpy. Uh, but yeah, Mamamoo, check him out. Fighting. Uh, hopefully, you know, the sky's the limit. For them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hoping for things, uh, Ailey, uh, is hoping for, uh, and it's just that the, the article, it's funny, the article, the headline is, Ailey, I hope, I, I hope to promote actively this year without getting hurt. And I thought, well, you know, okay, cool. It's just about like, hopefully she doesn't get, feel any emotional turmoil this year. She didn't have to deal with too many issues because <laughs> she's had, you know, tough, uh, 2013, you know, just like regular stuff. I understand that, but no, it's, she, she she's trying to make sure she doesn't get injured this year. <laughs> it's like right. if I if I can make it through the season without an injury, I just gotta take it one game at a time. Just <laughs> no injuries, can't get hurt. Uh, you know, it's like I don't want to have to play hurt this year. It's like because uh, apparently because like in 2013 she she sprained an ankle. Uh, she's like injured her ankle and she had to play hurt for a good amount of time. So it's like. I, I just was fascinated with the fact that, like, her goal this year is to not play hurt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, no injuries for Ailey. No yeah. injuries. No injuries. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh shit! Now something I'm excited about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're getting like the e- little pieces of meals teases, like you know that, like we talked about in that uh, one of our previous episodes, that thirty second you know clip that right, teaser. Right. We get it ain't real ones. till you get that thirty second pop. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> Instagram video. Getting. And that's uh, what we're getting from a, a certain someone. Um, by the name of Gary. Uh, Kung Gary. Kung Gary, yeah. Uh, his upcoming album, Mr. Ga, uh, or Mr. Dog, uh, if you don't know the origin story of Getty's name, is that his nickname yeah. is in school was Ga or Dog. <laughs> but he's like, well, I can't just be called Dog. Alright, I'm gonna make it Getty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, he's been, and then, and we found out the teaser, the jacket photo, which is really cool. It's just simple, like, such a, like, cool, like, just a shot of his face, and just chilling, like, and just the title like, of the yeah, album. Yeah, like, this kind of slightly camera-shaken, overexposed shot. Like, and it, it's just really simple, cool, black and white, uh, big green letters, Mr. Gay, uh, Gary first mini album. Uh, on the on the cover looks yeah. looks really good, um, yeah. and I and from the teasers that we've been getting, there's three out as of today, and there's yeah. going to be teasers for every song. Yeah, it's gonna be four songs. We got one more teaser yeah. to go because yeah. there's gonna be four songs and then two instrumental versions of two of the songs. But so far we got three. We get one more, but yeah, it's it's been pretty awesome. And these like are indicate are, are indicative. 
indicative of what the album is. It' gonna be good. Yeah. It so, well, good. what are the ones that we have so far? We have we have Mr. Gare. Mr. Gare. Um, we have Zotomola. Yeah, Zotomola uh, and Drunken Night. And Drunken Night. Uh, and I, 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 if I could pull up uh, our boy's Twitter account, I know he retweeted like the pictures. Uh, damn it, I'm gonna go to, um, wait, uh, damn it. But yeah, uh, King Gutty Twitter. I know we're all fascinating. Uh, yeah, so the, and the one that's left is going to be, uh, I can't tell because I don't know which one's Drunken Night, but, (laughs) (laughs) can I, I can't quickly read Korean that well. I mean, I know the word, the letters, but I'm not, I don't have that good of a vocabulary, but, uh, but there's gonna be four songs, you know, Zotomola. Uh, uh, and they're all gonna be featuring somebody. Well, except for Zotomola. They, they got guys like Jungin, Crush, Juvie Train, uh, just, uh, feature artists. It's guys that I don't know, but I'm looking forward to finding out who they are. Cause like, if yeah. that, then that's cool. Cause like, if it becomes an avenue for him to get people on the come up, you know, <laughs> like, get people like featured on his tracks and like, you know, also, like uh bring people up and you know, get them exposure that would be cool too as well yeah. and uh, i like i've i've been i've already in love with la song you know him him in um oh, i can't think of his name uh his partner for for the group gil yeah gil yeah like oh my god they have some of my favorite you know kind of k-pop songs yeah, the Korean Just, hip-hop songs yeah they're like yeah the, the I think we talked about it before. The man who can't break up, and the woman who can't leave. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. really oh, good song. And yeah. so, so this stuff, like the stuff coming just straight from Gary, and like the, the, the like the way freaking Drunken Night sounds, like just that that if it does have those horns into it, into that kind of ba 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 uh 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 uh, I'm just like, oh my, it's, it's just hitting my soul already. I can't yeah. wait to, to, like, I'm I'm picking this up as soon as it comes out. Like, this, yeah. this may be the thing that I'm like, I beg somebody who has iTunes to like, I'm like, I'll give you the money, you buy it, then just send me the file so I can convert them to MP3 so yeah. I can have this for myself because <laughs> I'm going to need to have this. There's, there's no way I'm going to not have this there's just no yeah. way <laughs> yeah uh that that's the plan like i'm buying it as soon as it drops it's just uh we're so hype we hype yeah uh, it's official how Juku is hype about this shit let let that yes. be noted uh <laughs> yeah very much so very very much so like oh come gary like i didn't even know i was waiting for this how you <laughs> You know, like I didn't even yeah. know I wanted this, and and they about to drop it on me. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, all right, drama time once again. Oh goodness, yeah, here, <laughs> here we comes. go. Here we go. Uh, we are talking about as we've talked about for the past couple of weeks. We're finally gonna put this to bed, and we're gonna just say it all. Uh. We've been, of course, for those that don't know, we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, a uh, show that has been very notable, very popular, uh, pro- co-produced by Drama Fever. 
you know, their first like foray into creating their own content. Uh, co-produced by Drama Fever, I believe on, on, it aired on SBS. Airs. Uh, it's a yes. show about, uh, it's a show about heirs and heir parents. It's about, uh, rich kids. Uh, and. Rich kids being groomed to take over their parent and, companies. Yeah. And then, uh, being put into arranged marriages and like the emotional turmoil of being rich and the pressure of being rich and like, oh. The pressure of being privileged. Oh. Uh, Daddy only bought me two Mercedes Benz. It's like, ah, uh, it's like, all right. Uh, but yeah, it, it is, it is blown up. And here, here's the thing. We're going to talk about what we did like, uh, what I liked and what we both didn't like about this show. The, here's the thing. What they did uh, the show, uh, we're going to say right off the bat, they succeeded with the show. This show was a quote unquote, Good show for everything that they needed it to be, which was a show that everybody watched and they can, uh, uh, they can spin off and license and, uh, syndicate all globally. It's gonna have a bunch of remakes. It's gonna have, it's successful. We, we cannot affect it. We cannot say that they didn't do anything right, uh, as far as being a, you know, corporate entity creating a show that succeeds and gets ratings. We're just gonna have to rant because we went to an emotional issue. So, we understand it's a successful show. It's good for at what it needed to do, but we're going to talk about some shit. All right. Yep. So, uh, like one of my first notes, as I say about, uh, it's yeah. It, it there's a couple of shows that it reminds me of. It reminds me of the fact that a little bit like the the middle two seasons of the OC is I would I would if I were to get sum up this show, it's like the second and third season of the OC. Would you would you be consider that fair? I liked the OC. Hold on, wait. You just, the OC. You just, you've opened up a book that I did not know had pages in it. <laughs> so the OC was great. It had a great first season, and I liked the last season. But the the and the uh-huh. second this little middle two seasons is where it really lost its way, and it made it. It was about the drama. About these, yeah. like, rich white kids that, you know, and their privileged life and the, uh, acting out and Marissa acting out. And the, so much of that is present in here. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, Marissa was a terrible character. Yes, she was. Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, so glad she died. Um, I was, re- why did the dad not die in this show? Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's focus on important yeah. topics. Let's take it one step at a time. I'm going to talk about a few point, the points that I liked. I just want to say, just to throw please, it out there. Please, please do. Please, because we already know how I kind of feel about this show. And we'll get into the, the actual meat and potatoes of all the things we didn't like. So, a couple of things I really did like. I liked uh, the one woman I liked. I liked Heechul's appearance uh, in the fourth episode, where he was the host of the <laughs> the uh, the music program uh Cause he was just fun and sarcastic and he was ridiculous. He was like the, the, the veteran, uh, complaining about being disrespected is like up there on stage. Like, what the hell? Nobody respects me. I've been, I've been in this business for like all these years. Nobody respects me. It's like, and that was just a fun scene. Uh, uh, Crystal was really fun. I liked Crystal in the show. It, it, she did her job well and overall, Especially like in the latter half of the show, 
I liked her character more than I liked anybody else in the show. Her and her boyfriend. Uh, Crystal was fun, and, and also, like, just, just the, the random moments that I mentioned before, the random moments where she would be like, oh my god. <laughs> with her, like, thick-ass California accent, out of nowhere. You, uh, yeah. Korean, uh, Korean, yeah, Korean, yeah, yeah, Korean, yeah, yeah. Korean, 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 oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's a, that whole point where they're having a conversation about about uh Kim Tom, like her and the other chick at their lockers, and she's like, you know, I just I don't understand what's going on with him, you know. And this is all in Korean, all in Korean, all in Korean. And then she's like, but he's just so hot. <laughs> I was like, what? and I'm like, what was that necessary? <laughs> Did you just need to? What preference was that? Were you trying to make it so nobody could hear you? Because if you tried to do that, you just they just preferenced in the previous scene that all the rich kids speak English like it's just the cool thing to do. So yeah, are you just are you what? What? <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 but it turns out to be just kind of really fun with her, and uh, I have to say. Uh, the one moment I, I did, I wish there was more moments like the one moment where the wrist grab didn't work on the main lead actress when Mr. Other Guy, you know, the, the, the secondary quote unquote love interest that we're supposed to believe is a valid love interest. Right. Tries right. to wrist grab her after, you know, the, the kiss on the rooftop and she like judos out of it and she gives them a look that i wish was more present in her character but that look that like and i mentioned before that look like i'm gonna fuck your shit up like yeah you try to do that i'm gonna fuck your shit up and i wish that one moment i wish there was more of that in the show but there's like, not it 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 kills me it legitimately murders my soul that throughout all the shit that continues to happen up until episode 11 for me, because that's, that's, I just couldn't do it after that, that all the shit that he's doing in some way is supposed to be perceived as good, right? Because he's, he's putting these, these little seeds of doubt in her head about Kim Tom, right? Yeah. That, should not be there because you can talk to this kid whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you live with him. You go to school with him. You fucking run into him in this house that's supposed to be huge, but only seems to have five rooms. I think it's four rooms huh. at most. Like, I think it's um, and a kitchen. Right. So like you, you're, you're proceeding to constantly put these seeds of doubt into her head and she's going, Hmm, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> when, like, he, he – Kim Don has been as 100% honest with that girl from the time that he realized he was in love with her, right? Except yeah. for the one moment when he does first come back to Korea and his his mom is like, oh, do you know her? And he didn't know how to react, so he was just straight up like, I don't know that that poor kid. Get out of here. What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> why would I know somebody uh, – why would I know somebody poor? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, the, the, the characters. But yeah, the, it, that, that one moment, I wish there was more of that one moment where she, she, uh, glares at him. Uh, and the, uh, back to, uh, uh, Crystal's character, Bona and Chan Young, 
I think end up being a lot more fun in the latter half when Bona starts being nicer to the main character in like her own way where she's like, like, it's hard to explain, but it, it's like you notice that, oh yeah, she actually is a nice character, but she's funny and like she's kind of ridiculous in her, like her jealousy starts to become funny and adorable. And honestly, more than anything, uh, at the end of the show, I just found myself wanting to see the romantic comedy that happened to create that couple, Crystal and her uh-huh. boyfriend, more yeah. so a million times more than I wanted to watch Airs. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I yeah. want to watch like, that romantic comedy that happened because I know it was a, a quirky, fun romantic comedy that existed to create that couple. More, that I think, I really think that would have been a more interesting show to do this thing where, like, where, um, you show Crystal and her boyfriend getting together and, and the other chick is kind of like this. Oh, is she trying to come after my boyfriend? And then in the end, it's really not. And they get together and, you know, they got to go through some emotional ups and downs and blah, blah, blah. And his father being part of this company, you know, yada, 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 yada. And then, you know, oh, hey, they're together. Like that. I think that would have been a better sh- fucking show. Yeah. Than this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 the this. Fucking the spoon filled <laughs> fucking horse shit you fucking tried to feed. Is that what is this? If this was a fucking steak at a restaurant, I would have sent it back twice. <laughs> the second time would have been for good measure. Was like, Fuck you. Alright, send this back. Alright, bring it back to me. Send it back again. <laughs> right. I want you to understand. Like, I would have fucking pulled out a red sharpie and drew all the problems that were on the steak. <laughs> like, <laughs> this part over here is undercooked. This over here, I don't even know what this is. What is this? Is this gristle? Is this bone? Is this fat? Is that supposed to be meat? How is this cooked more than that part? What is going on here? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <gasps> all right. So let's go down to like all the, uh, the key points. All right, so we jo- I've been joking about it, and now you finally experienced the 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 the, the ridiculousness that is love is no. the moment. <laughs> no, Petey, I was when I tweeted out the most enjoyable moment in that show became is love in the moment gonna pop up? No, no, <laughs> not not here. Like, not, wait, wait, no, no. I, here, I hear coming. that piano. It's coming. <laughs> there it is. Love is It's like you can hear the piano, and it's like hearing it lie down. He's like, oh, "Is that the piano?" Like, ling, ling, ling. Oh, here it comes. Ah, oh, here it comes. And I and and I replied to you. It legitimately happened where there was a moment where I just instinctively, like hearing the the background music, started singing "Love of the Moment," and me and Chang Nim were in sync. <laughs> We were harmonizing like a motherfucker. It was me and him just randomly. It was me and him just singing along together. And it was a beautiful moment. It was hilarious. But it's like, love is a moment. And it's like, ah. It, 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 and it's funny because like it became such a meme that before I even knew, I even thought about throwing the show under the bus of, of our review process. Uh, that 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 was the thing just because again uh our buddy that our our uh each kimchi they had uh mentioned it martina had like in the tweeted about it it's like uh it's gonna be a thing and specifically how much it ties into another uh emin ho joint 
Boys Over Flowers and uh, Almost Paradise. It's like they they mentioned that Love is the Moment is the new Almost Paradise, and it becomes that. Uh, which I, I we're gonna have to see if we get around to doing uh, Boys Over Flowers. I might throw that into the queue at some point, uh, just yeah. as an experiment, just to see how it's, how it is compared to maybe something like this or anything else. Uh, but it, it's, here's the thing. We, we make fun of it on this show, on this show, but it's, it's a K drama thing in general is that, that anthem that, that gets that, that motif that gets thrown in. That is a, you know, that's part of the OST. That is this epic but thing, but it's, it's just it's, so it's in your face. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, it's so overused. Like they, they use that to preference moments that sometimes aren't that dramatic. You know? And, and the, the real problem is they do it, overuse it. And even in the moments that are worth punctuating, it, it's almost like a crutch. Like mm-hmm. they, 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 they don't trust, they don't trust the actors. They don't trust the writers. I understand why they don't trust the writers. I don't, I wouldn't trust the writers either, but, uh, they could have gotten better writers. Uh, but they don't trust the actors. They don't trust the uh, writers and they don't trust the moment. So they, it's, it, it is the dramatic romance version of like the, the, uh, violent, violent hit in a horror movie that, yeah. that's supposed to like, it's a cheat so that you're scared. Because it's right, right. all this noise that hits you at one point. Right, because the and noise the, is going to scare you more than the jump scare is going to scare you. Yeah. You know? And because they don't trust that moment. Whereas, like, this is like that dramatic. It was like, oh, shit. Dramatic moment. We need to right. emphasize that this is a dramatic moment. Uh, <laughs> but they don't let the characters. And it's it's... And it's a shortcut, and uh, and I understand that it's a it's a uh, it's a stick with like I said with other Korean dramas. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling it out in any show that does it because I know it's common in Korean dramas. But just because it, it's something that happens doesn't make it right. Because <laughs> right. going forward, understand this, people. I'm gonna judge Korean these dramas on just on on the scale of any other piece of media. Like, I, I expect it just cause it's Korean. I, even, just cause it's Korean is not, I'm not gonna grade it on a curve. Cause I'm going to judge it based on any media. Like, if you do, you know, if you use uh, these crutches and you use lazy storytelling, I'm gonna call it out on that. Cause I, I expect good things. Cause there's good shows out there. There's good shows in Korea. Uh, there's one that we're gonna talk about, uh, uh, next week. There's another one that we're going to talk about in a couple weeks that are good shows that have good, fun storytelling and aren't mm-hmm. lazy. <laughs> hey, first shop of coffee prints. Mm-hmm. Well put together romance, romantic comedy characters like and good right. actors. Uh, but yeah, love is a moment. God damn it. And, um, and so the other one of the other things in airs that pissed me off was <laughs> the. The, we're not sure, but this is now important storytelling. Yeah. You know? Where you, you have these moments of like, 
Um, we're not sure, but because this show is airs and everything is interconnected, uh, uh, Yudong and, and Kim Ten, uh, were friends. Yeah. And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. They've always been friends. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it, it takes, yeah, it, well, they throw that in there and it takes so long for that to develop. I will say that it develops further along because they used mm-hmm. to, uh, why they broke up is a uh, kind of a bigger factor just, but so late in the show. They, you don't even get to re-explore it and find out to like the middle of the last half, I think. But yeah, there is a reason for it, but yeah, it just kind of gets thrown in and forgotten about for a while. <laughs> And and correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only I've only went through this show once and I didn't make it all the way through. In the first few episodes, Young Du was interested in Bona, right? No. He likes they they, they have this weird antagonistic relationship, but they're never a love line. They're never an actual, they have kind of this weird, alright, we gotta tolerate each other, but what, it, okay, so what it's supposed to be, okay, so let me third point out, what it's supposed to be is this slightly antagonistic, but have mutual in, in, interests, have to tolerate each other because we're about to be in-laws, you know, brothers, about to be step-siblings, uh, supposed to be like that. Of course, what it actually comes off with is that they want to fuck each other. <laughs> And unfortunately, that's, that's the writing and the acting, but it's not supposed to be a love line, but it's, it, the way they portray it and the way it's written, it seems like they want to fuck oh. each other. Yeah. Cause it, it just, like, with those first few episodes, it seems like, like, like Crystal's character and Kim Won Boom's character are like, oh wait, no, that's, interested in. No, oh, that's URL, I think. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking about URL. URL. Yeah, you're thinking about Rachel. You're thinking about Rachel. Ra- Kim Rachel, you. Yeah, uh, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crystal's yeah. No, character? No, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking about Crystal's character and, uh, and Young not, Dude. Mm, I don't, I don't remember. They, they never were, again, neither. They, they, in fact, their storyline never really intertwined. Uh, I mean, it does because they hang out in that same little area. Yeah. And every time he came, she came in there, he's all like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, I'm trying to, you know, you know, yeah. I'm trying to holler at you. And she's yeah. like, ill, no, you're gross. Like, yeah, no. it, it never really develops. I think it's just, and then it, her, her thing, and she's always very loyal to Chan Young. <laughs> There's no love lines everywhere. Like, that's why I kind of like them, cause they just, it, it she kind of has her, her only moment is like, I kind of, uh, oh, Kim Sam is kind of hot. It's like, oh, what are you doing, in, you know? Bona, and she kind of is adorable, and like her her mindset is still being absolutely loyal to Chan Young and like fighting yeah. off any comer, oncomers. And then she has her own like uh weak moment, but has nothing to do with having an actual love line, but mostly having to do with like worrying about like Chan Young being too jealous or or like all right, this might mess up what I've got good going over here. I need to preserve this so. Her thing uh, throughout the whole show is just, I need to preserve this thing because it's so good and I can't like have anything, you know, touch it. Uh, 
Which is, you know, it turns out to be adorable. But yeah, there's no love line there. Uh, but further along, the, I mean, okay, one, uh, one other fun scene, I think the paintball stuff is kind of fun. The, the, uh-huh. the, the reenacting random like, <laughs> drama okay. scene. The, paint, the paintball stuff was interesting and it made me giggle in like the thrills of being aggressively mad at the show. Like yeah. I was in the middle of being aggressively mad at the show. <laughs> I was just like, like gritting my teeth and just like, uh, I swear, I, what you just, why would, Oh god damn. Like no, he would oh my like re, you're gonna you know you know young dude is going to the fucking you know he's going to the camp and you know your girl's going to the camp and you know he's after your girl, but you're not gonna go to the camp because you're mad at your mom? Are you you're what? Are you a fucking what? Are you what? And then the paintball thing comes up and I'm like, oh 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 I swear to god no. Oh my god! And then you just like, oh, we've met here. And, you know, <laughs> he shoots the dude and tries to walk away. He shoots himself, and he's just like, at least I won't be alone in hell. And then <laughs> they're just like, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna uh, laugh at your stupid shit. No, dude, no. And then like no, the the whole I'm, like like the two, the 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 couple, I think it was Bona and and Young where they're like, yeah, he tries to save her. It's like. Right. Oh. They're gonna shoot each other. They're like, oh, what are we supposed to do? And then he sees the person runs and like takes the shot for it. And he's like, why? Why did you? Because I love you. And the girl's like, like, what? what? Ew. <laughs> she's just like, you do it gross. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. It's like, and she, it's like, it's like, and, and, and she shoots, of course she shoots Bona, it's like she's just, she's just standing there, it's like, and Bona gives her a look, it's like, wait, what are the hell are you doing? You're ruining our bit. <laughs> right. What the hell? You're ruining our bit. You're, we're having a fun moment here. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, eh, whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm done with your bit. And then it's like, uh, it, 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 they have that one fun moment. It, it is fun. In the pile of all the other stuff that was going on, they did have the fun moment. Again, Bona and Chan Young at the center because they were just, they were fun. Uh, um, the other thing that became somewhat redeemable for me, and I said, I said, this was the one person I thought could be redeemable, but I did not think that they were going to find a way to make her that was Unsung's mom. Yeah. Her mom becomes such a fun fucking character. Her mom you and know? his mom. Them together as like the little like yeah, those best yeah. friends, yeah. and the ridiculous that they get down to, yeah, yeah. So like that that became kind of interesting because I was like, oh, her mom is her mom is slick and cool and like, <laughs> like, uh, and the negotiating the notebook the notebooks, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like uh, like what, what, all right, what do you want one 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 thousand one per per you know per book or like ten thousand like per page. For a page, it's like, stirs up the three. <laughs> She's like, what? Are you, what? Three? No, I, can't, I can't do it. She's like, all right, I'm taking my note. She's like, all right, wait, wait. Come on now. Hold Two. on. Hold on. Shit. Two. She's like, okay. <laughs> Dude, so, like, can't knock the hustle. <laughs> yeah. Can't knock the hustle. 
It's like, oh, it's hilarious. And those moments, it's because of those moments where it's like, uh, she's like, she writes something down to reply to her, like some remark, and then she like instantly regrets it, starts scribbling, it's like, what did you write? What did you write? And she starts grabbing her, like, what did you write? What are you worried about to say? What are you about to say? It's like, no, no, she's like, they're like wrestling for the notebook. It's like, uh, it's like, the, if the show was mostly those two and then Bona and Shan Young with like, you know, if Kim Tan and, 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 uh, Chan Sung were supporting characters, this would be a more fun show to watch, but. <laughs> uh, again, another thing about the, the bad acting white folk. We talked about the bad acting white folk on a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we thankfully, once they get back to Korea, we don't have to deal with any of them. Uh, there are no, uh, foreigners, uh, up until later in the half of the season, there was a, there was a moment where they say, it's like, all right, let's just go. Like, like I think Kim Tan's like, you know what? We can just like go to America together. Let's like run away to America together. And my reaction was like, no, don't go to America. Do not <laughs> go to America. You can't cast in America. You have no, <laughs> you, you suck. Please. Please don't do it. Don't do it. And then they don't. And I'm like, oh. And then they had the one moment where, like, they had to, there's like some political stuff where they have to negotiate with, like, foreign investors. And they, they, but it sort it's like a montage and it happens quickly. They only speak some English and it's like, it's, it's a guy that's supposed to be Chinese. So he's Asian. So it's like, okay, you know, they could cast locally. Uh, I think they had a white guy. He sucked and, you know, whatever it was that, uh, the teacher shows up again. Uh, I think mm-hmm. at some point, like, well, and you know what? I think he, he shows up in a voiceover for a little bit. Yeah. Shows up in a voiceover because he sends like the notebook that he hands in early. <laughs> he sends him back the notebook that he handed in at, at the, at the beginning of the show. Uh, that, and like, like, I think graded or something like that. And like, you hear him in the voiceover and it's like, ah, but thankfully they never go back to America. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I think this is going to be the first time, maybe not the last, but I think this will be cute to do. Would you want people to watch this? Uh, I, 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 wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, I at this point everybody's all everybody that that this show is for has seen it, has watched it. Yes, because this show is huge. Like I said, this show is huge. It killed it in the ratings. It killed it. I I do want to bring up one last point that was the one I've been holding out. That was my biggest point. So this show, at the end of the day, this show is what this show was. Overall, is very much a product of how this show came to be, which was Drama Fever decided they wanted to make a Korean drama. Mm-hmm. And that is so much informs everything about the show because it was somebody deciding to do a Korean drama. As in deciding to do what they think a Korean drama is. So everything is such like the the stereotypical aspects, everything, it, it is like chock full of every like stereotypical aspect of Korean dramas. Like we talked about the, 
the over high, uh, you know, overused, uh, you know, uh, ballad motif that gets used in every dramatic moment. That is like the quintessential, like, K-drama stereotype. The, the rich guy, poor girl storyline. The, uh, the evil old guy. The, basically that whole list of characters that we talked about last week, the 10 characters you see in every Korean drama, show up in this drama. Like, they check off the entire list. Like, Drama mm-hmm. Fever made the list because they know they have the list because that's the list they uh consulted to check off in order to create this fucking drama. Because it's like, alright, we need an evil old guy. We need uh, this. We need the celebrity cameos. We need... And it's... Every decision made on this show was made all right, in a Korean drama, so 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 so. All right, mm. when they when you, in a Korean drama they do so and so and so and so. All right, in a Korean drama you would have so and so character do so and so thing. Like, not, none of it is just all right. In the world that I want, I want to create in the drama and the storyline that I want to create. Uh, my characters and my storyline. This is how it would occur. No, it's in a Korean drama, in a K drama, this happens. In a K drama, this character exists. In a K drama, right. uh, this. In the popular Korean dramas, blank. In yeah. the, you know. Yeah. It, and it's such a, like, it's like the, uh, focus group tested Korean drama. Like. <laughs> <sighs> uh, we had all the Ajimas and uncles together and we're like, do you like, do you like these things? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Okay, you're free to go. We've got all the young people together. Do you like these things? Oh, well, you know, hey, you know, but I find those things, yeah, no, those things are pretty cool. You know, i got all the kind of uh, uh weeaboos, in a sense, together that love Korean dramas together and are like, hey, do you, uh, do you, uh, do you like these things? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, no, no yeah, Crystal's cool. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Uh, we're done. <laughs> like, uh, no, I think I think you need some other things in there. Like, no, 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 we're done. That's all we need. Yeah, we're good to go. And you know what? At the end of the day, they were right. <laughs> like, that's all we can say. Like, at the end of the day, they were right. <laughs> it's a huge hit. They're gonna make a Chinese adaptation. They're gonna. I know this is gonna end up on. uh that soap opera channel that my aunt watches all day, <laughs> Pasiones. <laughs> it's gonna be, you know, a Spanish dub, and my my aunt's gonna watch it. I think it's already point. dubbed in Spanish, so possibly, yeah. yeah. And let it, me see. It, it's already subbed in Spanish on drama, complete Fever. with English. Uh, yeah, okay, so it has subtitles. So they, yep. they do them all. No. That's Drama Fever, but they're gonna get, you know, they're gonna cast and put together the Korean, the the Spanish dubs. For the, uh, Spanish language channels over here, uh, in Latin America and, you know, here in Miami for the novelas. And it's going to be the novela that they watch that the, the, uh, the viejitas watch like when they're, you know, doing their sewing and shit. They're doing their crocheting or their cooking dinner, the, the novelas that they watch. So it, it's got, they succeeded. They did the right thing for what they wanted to do. They also created the most generic, the most the, the 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 most uh generic unimaginative boring annoying aggravating drama ever that had a few good points <laughs> but 
Uh, at least of the, the ones that I've seen. I, again, I've limited exposure. I haven't seen that many bad dramas. I've only seen what Kaz has shown me and two show and a couple of shows that I checked out myself just because, and I, I've dug every one of them, but this one was like, okay. They can't all be I mean, winners. This one we, this one we picked because, you know, it was the, the kind of talk of the town at the moment and like everybody was like, oh, the, you know, this show, this show, this show, this show. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, you know, yeah. But. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and, and not to say, not to say some of the shows I have picked were not the super uber popular show at the moment that it was out. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. Coffee Prince was a super uh, popular show at the time that it was out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'll like, say Sam soon. Uh, it, it, it's on Drama Fever with Spanish dubs. <laughs> like, right. Uh, like, it was a super popular show of its time. Like, other shows that I pick will have been the super popular show of its time. Will it have tropes in it? Yes. But mm-hmm. are there tropes in it because they're Korean dramas? Or are there tropes in it because they want it to be popular? No, there are tropes in it because there are Korean dramas and there just happen to be those tropes because yeah, of just Korean culture. Stories. Yeah, the culture, it just kind of happens. Tropes aren't, like it says on tvtropes.com, and actually tvtropes.org, tropes are not bad. <laughs> there's a huge article, you go to tvtropes.org, there's this thing that says tropes are not bad. They're just things that happen. Uh, right. They're just things that happen well, and they are common. But, but yeah. when you when you seek them out and you make them part of your story for that fat, yeah, then then you're doing things wrong. Yeah, you know, in, in the storytelling. But then you're again, it's it's hard. It's like you're doing things wrong. You successful, you know, it's a show that's going to make a <laughs> that's printing money and doing nothing wrong uh, financially speaking. It's like you're doing wrong. Right. We're just saying, we're just saying it's a bad way to tell stories and we don't hope that this now becomes yeah. the norm, you know, yeah. in storytelling. But yeah, but moving on. That was our thoughts on airs and we're putting it to rest. No yeah. more airs. No. Done. Finito. Um, we're moving on to, to a show that, that I had to watch it to like it because the concept yeah, so, yeah, Risk our next show, out. yeah, our next show that we're gonna talk about <laughs> next week is, is a much better show. <laughs> In the end of the day, but we're gonna talk about yeah. how, how much better it is, uh, once we get to it. But yeah, we're gonna talk about Secret Garden next week. Uh, and also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what show I will, I will, I will rest uh, your weary mind with, uh, for my show that I'm contributing. And then from, uh, going forward, we're going to stick to just mentioning one show at a time, going one at a time, because we kind of got a little clusterfucky with like three different shows that we kept mentioning, and like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, go ahead and check out Reply 1997, or Answer Me 1997, or Respond 1997. Basically, it's that either one, either one is a valid translation for the word it is. Uh, Reply 1997. You're gonna thank me. <laughs> It's <laughs> definitely not airs. It's definitely yeah. not. Uh, it's a lot more fun. So that's going to be the show that uh, is my contribution next. And then we're going to stick to one at a time. But next week, Secret Garden. Uh, also, oh. also, yeah, also, speaking of Secret Garden, I, 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 another reason I want to mention it, I'm excited about, did you get to check out the uh, the trailer for uh, Haji Won's uh, uh, movie that's coming out, The, the Huntresses? 
Not yet. I need to check that out. You yeah, were telling me about this before the show started, and I, I forgot to click on the link for it. Yeah, it's right there at the bottom. It's kind of really fun. It's basically it's how do you want uh Guyan of Brown Eyed Girls and uh, another actress that whose name escapes me. Uh uh but it's like this action comedy about three bounty mm-hmm. hunters in the Joe Sun era. And it's fun because like it's all about them going getting in disguise and it, it's just fun, ridiculous action. Uh how do you want uh dresses like a dude several times? And like has a fake mustache and it, it's it's awesome and uh Gain is like angry and surly and and hilarious mm-hmm. and uh and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a really fun movie. Uh I think it's gonna be really good. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. I still I, it's we, like, we gotta check out some of these movies. We haven't gotten a chance to check out some of the current movies that are coming out. But yeah. They're just a little bit hard to get your hands on. Yeah. So hopefully at some point we'll get to check out the top movie and some of the other movies that are yeah. that are coming out recently. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll like, we'll, we'll like the suspect and, and this and Yeah. So we'll definitely gonna be and when we do we'll we'll let you all know. Uh but I think yeah. that's it. That's it for us. Another yep, fine for another episode, episode of so what's going on in your world, Kaz? Uh, as always, check out Shooting the Shit with Two Naughty Black Eyes. I'm working on some some other stuff, getting getting some websites up. Uh, because you can't do anything without websites nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you could, but why would you? Yeah, I don't know. That 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 that's just like why mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, just just the same old, same old. You you guys already all know the stuff about that meets dot King Kaz. If anything new pops up, it'll most likely be a link to it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know the Twitter, follow yeah. the Twitter, follow the Twitter. Uh, of course, I'm about dot me slash PD Rave. The show is at uh dot com or kpoppodcast.com, dot com, whichever one's easier for you to remember. Uh, we our Twitter is Hallyujuku. Um, the, you know, you can check out rebelli.net for uh, this show and all the other shows. Check out all the episodes there, whether it be Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast, Record Breakers, uh, you know, just follow the things, uh, subscribe to the things, give us reviews on iTunes. Uh, I know Fanny Pack is on Stitcher. I'm working on getting this show and Record Breakers on Stitcher as well. So that's going to be a thing, but on, we're definitely on iTunes. So give us a review, rate us on there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Annyeong. Love is the moment. No, it's not. No. Almost paradise. <laughs> <laughs>